Bob. Sam. Yes. I did it. I didn't even have practice that time. And we forgot yes. about it. <laughs> Michelle's <laughs> very happy about that. I, yeah, I nailed it. Completely. Nicole Byer, if she were here, she'd be proud. Yes. Hello. That was quite amazing, Bob. That yeah. was really good. Thank you very much. Uh, we forgot to remind you to do it. I totally forgot about it. And last time we practiced it like two or three times, and I fucked it up every time, too. You might be. Is he the only guest who's nailed it? I only done it with think so. Many so. People. Kirk couldn't well, Kirk, get it Kirk right. Kirk fucked it up. I know that. Because you guys put that on the pod. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And then we gave him a second chance, and he still did. You know what's funny about that? And he that? was just like, oh, that's as good as it's going to get. I could totally fix it if I wanted to, and I just won't. I could just so, move it over a little bit. Here's my Kirk impression from the pod. Well, as you see... I'm You're gonna, still too loud. I'm going to talk about it. And then I'm going to yell real loud oh on the mic. God. Oh, my God. That was so him. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Kirk. Rip on Kirk. Sorry. Kirk I told bag. you I was going to make fun of you, Kirk. So there it was. Oh, oh did you? well, there you they go. They work together now. So welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I am Michelle. I am Sam. And we have Bob back. Hello. He's my brother. Bob back. is back. Bob is back. He's a hack. Bob is back. <laughs> Hello, good sir. Hello, how are you guys? Great. Good. How are you, muscly Bob? <laughs> I'm wonderful. Yeah, have you, are you throwing kegs over walls yet? Not yet. I haven't started throwing kegs. You're definitely throwing barrels down hallways and knocking enemies out of the way. <laughs> enemies? It's foes. It's In this episode, it's foes. No. So, suddenly, I'm Donkey Kong. You yes. are Donkey Kong. You have no neck. Well, I, and, and you're all hairy. shoulders. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> and I'm very hairy. Extremely hairy, also. <laughs> uh, you helped an old lady, or not an old lady, you helped a lady push a car? Yeah, she was right in front of me, and she stopped, and I didn't know what was going on. And she starts to get out of the car, and I get out, and she's like, oh, I ran out of gas. I just need pushed across the, the street to the parking lot. So I was like, I would I would have done it anyway, but in my mind, I'm like, You're like oh, excited yeah. about it because I get a chance to like. Impromptu gonna, strongman yeah, competition. It's a strongman <laughs> contest. I'm going to see how fast I can push this car <laughs> across the road. I mean, I was even like getting excited and pumped up for it, like. Yeah, screaming in the middle of the road. I, I it, yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting all this whole time. So how far did you push the car? Uh, it wasn't that far. It was just across the street and into the parking lot. So by yourself, steps. you pushed it. Yeah, she was, it. she was steering. So I'm wondering. Yeah, you and I are starting a business where you push cars and I steer <laughs> <You> them. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's on. There's a need for that. No, there's not. Hi. <laughs> are you talking to me, me or are you talking to the people within the microphones? I was looking at you. The people inside of the microphones were speaking to you. So what did we listen to? For Bob. Bob brought us an album. I brought an album. I went a little off track here. Uh, yeah. So n- I went with... That used to be back in the when I was in uh, you didn't early go off track. middle school. You went more in my I lane, went. I'm yeah, going to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to go rock and roll, and like if I went rock, well, I was going to do no effects, and Sam already did no effects, mm-hmm. so I said that's out the window. Um, and I was going to do Budgie, which a lot of people have never heard of Budgie, but I knew Michelle wouldn't like it because the guy sound, the guy's voice, I knew she wouldn't like it. So I appreciate that. I went back and I thought, <laughs> you know, when I was younger in my middle school days, I went through the kind of like a rap phase. Sam, I don't know if you remember that. You were pretty young. And um, let me ask this: Was it <coughs> the same time as oh, fuck? I can't remember the band's name. Brand Nubian. But yeah, yeah, okay. that was another album I actually thought of because when I decided I'm going to give them a rap album, uh-huh. there was three uh, Wu Tang Clan. This that we're getting ready to listen to, 
okay. and uh, Brand Nubian were the three albums. The were like the first three uh, rap albums that I really listened to the whole thing. Instead of, I mean, when we were younger, we we would all get together and like all your buddies would buy different CDs, and then you'd get together on the weekend and you'd everybody'd share CDs and you'd make one big mixtape. So, an actual tape. An actual cassette tape. Yeah, you'd have the uh, the console with the CD and the tape player in the same oh, thing. Yeah. It'd have the A and the B usually, right? <laughs> A and the B. Yeah. So we'd we'd all hang out and just record. We'd all know which CDs the other ones had, so we'd get together and just make mixtapes. So I would only listen to maybe like one or two tracks on an album. So this was actually one of the very first rap albums that I enjoyed the whole album and i thought it'd be a little twist i didn't think you guys would think i'd give you a rap album so no i definitely did not expect that <laughs> and i definitely knew you guys would like it because it's funky as shit so let's it's parliament all the way we have been beating around the bush like a motherfucker without actually just jumping into the bush and scarring our sides like i did when i was a kid i did that too really yeah i busted i cut my ass open we was meant to be i cut my side <clears throat> and my sister and Cherie just left me there. They laughed at me, and then they left me there. Were you jumping in someone's bushes? No, I was actually, like, walking. Okay, it was on Main Street, and I was trying to walk around the front of the porch thing, how it was, like, all that brick set up. Yep. But it was weak. So when I was walking by the bush, like, when I was starting, because I was trying to go, like, walk the rail on the outside, the fucking thing gave way. The whole... The wall? The wall did kind of come way a little bit, because it was just old and not yeah yeah and i fell back into the bush oh, and i have a scar on my side now because of it and i was laughed at so anyway beating around the bush, bush i wish my brother george <laughs> was here i wish my brother george was here by del the funky homo sapien del the funky homo sapien i think most people recognize him from that gorilla song really I think what I mean, gorillas I would think so. song? Gorillas in the mist? No, the gorillas that uh, Clint Eastwood song. I'm happy. What did I'm he feel- do? He, he was he rapped that. Um, the finally someone let me out of my cage. Yeah, that's dope. Holy shit, that's the fucking best part of the whole song. Yeah. I don't know this at all. The I know song? the song he's talking about, but I don't remember. We may have to rapping. add that to the. Uh, can you impromptu add? I can song? impromptu. Oh, she can look um, it up. I can. I'll do it right so now. It's like but. Gor- the gorillas. Uh, I know the what song is called Clint Eastwood. Down, down, down. Yeah, that, the rap down, portion down, down, of that down, is Dell. Well, uh, so you, you guys didn't know it, so maybe uh, I didn't everybody doesn't know that. Know no, that that was nobody knows. Him. I just nobody knows it's allowed. Nobody oh, knows it's right. the that part right here. Yeah, this one. Best part of the whole song too. So that's awesome. Here we go, right? Nope. This is still him, though, right, isn't it? Yeah, this is Dell. I just thought it was that finally someone let me out of my cage part. Oh, it's definitely him. Sam, so you said something to me earlier that I didn't know. Is that his Ice Cube's cousin? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. And ice, I didn't do a lot of inner, uh, what is that called? Research. Well, ice Cube's in this album quite a lot, and yeah, I, didn't, I didn't realize he's how much until I listen to it for this podcast like i think he's in more than half the songs yeah he's in some of the songs either just speaking or actually it seems like they recruit him and we'll get into it when we listen but it seems like they get him when they need the thug voice <laughs> they, they bring in ice cube <laughs> we need some aggression here yeah we need Del, we, yeah, exactly Dell ain't got the mean streets in him he, he's got the funk he, he's he's chilling in the meadow even though this wasn't his idea though right what's what? that 
This was more Ice Cube's baby, and then he went in another direction after this album. You know, right? I, I'm not real sure how it all that. came about. I just know that Ice Cube and they are cousins, and Ice Cube produced it. But other than that, I. But this I was his most popular album. I do. Oh, know that. for sure, for sure. I mean, I read that he didn't particularly enjoy this album because he says it like artistically was in a box or something like that. Who said that, Dell or Ice Cube? Dell. Oh, really? Yeah. But I, th- I understand like, the last what time he's he saying. With Ice Cube. That it does just stay within kind of a box. I do kind of get that, but I don't well, know. Well, the thing you got to realize too is when <laughs> he made this theme. album, he was like 18, oh, 19 yeah. years old, oh, and, and to be able to have uh, somebody that's been in the business like Ice Cube was at that point to produce this album when you're eighteen, nineteen years old. I mean. Yeah, this is 91, so... Yeah. Correct. Ice Cube as well. So we're staying in the well 90s. Versed. See, I did that on purpose, too. It's always the 90s. We are always 90s, the 90s people. I'm waiting for somebody to come in and be like, I have an album from 1952. <laughs> it's called The Ski Bop Bidi Dop. You would be miserable. Jimmy Jams and the Jimmer Jams. So yeah, this album did come out in October of 1991. It's an homage to George Clinton, but what is interesting about the title which I read earlier, I Wish My Brother George Was Here, is actually a title that comes from a Liberace catchphrase, which he would say when his brother George wasn't on his show. I wish my brother George was here. I'm going to find out what George uh, looks like. So, George Liberace. Is that his name? I have no fucking idea. (laughs) George, I'm looking up George. You should look up George George Liberace. Liberace. It's got to be. You've got to get something from that. George does, does he have rosy fucking cheeks like his brother? Now, did you see? Did you also see uh, in your research the Bugs Bunny? Um, no, I did such little. Uh, there's a there's research. a real famous scene with Bugs Bunny too, where he's uh, playing the piano and he stops and looks at the camera and says, "I wish my brother George was here." Huh. No, I think I know that. Okay, I did not know that. I think yep. I do remember that. Well, there's there they are. They're the brothers. There they I are. can't see. There's George Liberace and Liberace. <laughs> it actually shit. says George Liberace. <laughs> yeah, so I wonder if he was. He looks like he was the brains, and clearly the Liberace that we know was the bronze. I don't. Uh, <laughs> or the gold. Not, that's an awful lot from a picture. The this silver. Guy, this guy looks like he's. Oh, that's much Liberace. Happier. Looks like he's much happier. That's the guy we know. That's the real. That's Liberace. Yeah, that's got to be a real early picture before he's not very flamboyant there. No, that's picture, why I didn't know it was him. It's in a smile. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is there now. I'm looking at it. He's got kind of a Grandpa Munster look. Yes. 100%. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> yeah, he definitely has a very uh, scary face. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. That's so not nice. But I'm sorry. I say we should uh, go ahead and start this Del the Funky Homo Sapien album. Tell me up. Let's do it. All right. So HP, the funky homo sapiens. I'm a big fan of the title of the first song. And if you were ever curious, what is a booty? <laughs> you will now learn. Teach me, Del. Teach me. Teach me, Del. Teach me. <sighs> is he walking up steps right now? He's obviously got asthma issues. Sleep apnea? Probably. Angela's here. See, I wonder where they got that. that that's weird. I don't think that's the bug, bu- Bugs Bunny one. Bam. I love how this comes in. It's just funk right off the beginning. Oh, it's total P-Funk. Oh, yeah. This, you might, they might as well be called 
Parliament featuring Dell. Yeah, pretty much. A hardcore intro, I think. I think it's great. I, uh, I said this earlier, I'm going to say it again. The album should have been called. I wish my brother George was here so I could also not pay him royalties. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they paid him this time. You think? I'm sure he became a dick. In 91? I don't think they were paying him yet. I mean, this is this is pretty well P-Funk completely. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. There's no doubt about it. It's, it's the style. Definitely all the way. a no-boss. Who is this talking here? I don't know. It's supposed to sound like George, obviously. But I couldn't find if George was on the album. Or not. No, there are some writing credits that go to like George and Bootsy. Yeah, I did see some writing credits, but, but I not. I don't think that they actually. Appeared I don't. On it. Yeah, I don't know who's doing this. It must be just some guy that. <laughs> but I mean, he's got like the the P funk mannerism, you know, like the study bulb, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Hello there. This shit makes me dance in my seat. This is like I said, right up my lane. P funk all the way, so it's easy. And it's that '90s sound, which yeah. I fucking love. This is probably one of my favorite verses on the album too. I really like how he flows on the. He came in strong for sure. Oh yeah, on this album. You this can't go wrong with a kid Creole and coconut reference. I mean, come on. What is the booty? <laughs> how will I know if it's shaking? You put your face in it and you go, "Is my neck going like this?" I'll be walking around work or at the house or something and just randomly be like, "Buddy, ball." <laughs> I walk around the house and I'm like, yeah. I walk around the house and I say, hey there, cat. Won't you stop looking at me? Let me pet you. Why'd you run away? Is it because I'm a psycho? And then no. you kick him. Hey, that's for you and I to do. <laughs> All right, Michelle. If you ever kicked a cat, we would have real, real problems. Well, I hate to tell you, I kicked both of them this morning right in the face. I was like, hi, cat. Watch out. I know that we're joking, but my heart is racing right now. <laughs> <laughs> it really upsets me. I don't know why. I would kick a cat. They're such sweethearts. So the idea of you doing that is just like, you're a fucking monster. Yeah, hands in the air. So did you buy this or did somebody give this to you? I think I, I bought it, I believe, yeah. Mom bought it for you? Well, I mean, she probably gave me the money for it. But See, 1991, how old would you have been? I would have been 14. So, like, if we'd go to the mall, I'd just go to the record store, and she'd give me, like, 20 or 40 bucks, and she'd go to somewhere else, and I'd go in and get what I needed and get what I wanted. And my memory serves. Mom wasn't really that strict on censorship kind of stuff. No, not really. I mean... And when she would, it would be like maybe for two weeks, and then she would just kind Hold of forget about cube. it. What? The fuck is a funky Homo sapien? It's a human being, fool. A funky human being. I. He sounds very intelligent. So that's Delta's. the first. Um, <laughs> yeah. The first Ice Cube appearance of the album. I don't know. He probably had a glass that's of water the in there with a few. Cube. Jesus Christ, Sam! Wow. <laughs> wow. I got a physical H- reaction. No, I think I think why that was worse than HP. No, I figured it out. He didn't want to work with Ice Cube anymore because he's always much more of a crushed ice guy. Oh, yeah. 
it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's yeah. infectious. <laughs> yeah. Crushed ice is better. Fuck. Do you really feel that way? Uh, yes. 100%. I do not. I completely like have to ice. disagree with that. I think crushed ice is better. And I think when you go to a restaurant and they have those like weird, like crunchy bald, bald ice, it's my favorite. I like, like a it frishes. real fucking ice cube. Yeah. I'd rather have a big ice cube. I almost called you a mean name. <gasps> that wouldn't have been very nice. I almost you. called you guys a bunch of fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a funky homo I'm sapien right so now, Michelle. Sad. I'm affected. I've been triggered. So this is a polit- This is suddenly going to be a was- very PC podcast. No, which is going to be the no. exact opposite of what it's been this entire time. <laughs> what? Did everybody jam on this, or was this a you jam? Well, you and I both had our hands in the air. Is that what you mean? Well, I meant you more mean like Bob's it... crew back in the day. Mike was the no, I, the I was boys I, like I fuck was, yeah, put on. No, I was Dell, definitely baby. more of a Dell guy than anybody. But I yeah. mean, but was Tater like let's was, put on the funky homo? Yeah, I was Tater, Tater liked it. Tater seemed like he yeah. didn't mind getting Old funky. Tate. Yeah, I remember Tate being funky all the time. I remember him playing Primus when we were like back yeah. in the day, and he was like, "Listen to that bass. That's a bass." <laughs> I remember this you also uh, talking about the other day. Oh, it? birthdays. Mm-hmm. It was. Oh yeah, it's yeah. my birthday. birthday he and Andrea turned forty. Turned, yeah. Even though he didn't turn. You and Andrea, your cousin? No, oh, no, uh, not anymore. <laughs> Jesus, there's something weird it about your family. Through. What is it about Andrea that <laughs> all, all of the cousins <laughs> like? That's so. We're not going to get into that story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know. Uh, we have a certain cousin that went after that certain cousin. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. But, I mean... <laughs> no, I was saying we're dating the episode because I said it's my birthday. Oh. And this comes out in the future. We're dating. <laughs> <laughs> this episode and I Sam's are dating. It's not Sam's birthday when you are listening. You, but the audience. But no. right now, it is Sam's birthday. And Happy birthday. Sam is a little bit under the weather. Are you feeling better? Yeah, I feel okay. I think I'm hoping it's just sign as bullshit. Yeah. We're going to see a comedy show tonight. We are. We're going to see Mr. Ron Funches. Yes. And I'm excited for that. And we're going to eat Red Lobster. <laughs> and we're going to eat Red Lobster <laughs> on the Do you way. still have gift cards? We got another <laughs> gift card recently. For the, our anniversary. Yeah, yeah. So. And we just went last weekend. Fuck yeah. Just for the fun of it. So when's the last time you guys went to Red Lobster without gift cards? Last weekend. Oh, without really? gift cards? Uh, yeah, we only had like four bucks there on it. There was $4 left oh, on okay. one. Yeah, that but that's count. nothing. Yeah. yeah, last weekend then. Our bill was still... 50 something? No, it was like 60 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost comical anymore at like uh, Christmas. It's like, oh, Red Lobster. Yep, it is actually. Oh, <laughs> people just, it's what everyone gets us. But it's an easy thing. We end up with know. like $125. In and it's like you, you feel lame for getting the same thing, but you guys are like, no, yeah, fuck yeah. We, we love Red Lobster. It's true. We, we like don't go, really go either uh, otherwise. We don't really go to Red Lobster. Like, it's kind of a special thing. There's not one uh-huh. that's less than, so like, really 45 minutes away. So what we're buying you isn't a Red Lobster gift card. It's it an is experience. A, it is a date night it out is. in the town. Mm-hmm. It really is. We're contributing to the magic of your marriage. The magic of the marriage. Yeah. The M of the M, as I call it. Yes, your M. Red Lobster gift cards are keeping us 11 years <laughs> married and going. It's All the right. only thing. It's the only thing <laughs> left. By the way, congratulations on your divorce. <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> it's not official yet. it will be dude divorces are the beginning of a new beginning like it's not we we are both so much happier at this point yeah it's like why didn't we do this years ago and you guys are like i I don't know i don't 
I don't think divorce like divorce is sad because it's ending something, but like it's also a new beginning, which is a good positive thing. And it's just good to like move on. I do believe in the song closing time. They said it best. <laughs> One less call for alcohol. No, but that works too. <laughs> Finish your whiskey or beer. Wait, was that what I meant to say? No. Uh, no. I think it was I smell sex and candy. Yeah. Damn it. I lost my point. Let's move on. (laughs) I think we should listen to the first single. The only song that I knew of this. uh, This is actually interesting because I played this song, I think, in my car. That You were like with us. I played this song and you knew it. And after that moment, I think of you every time I hear this song. Oh, really? So this is the first single, their biggest hit. I'm sorry, his biggest hit. Just him and no, you know him and george clinton george clinton before you play it uh, yes. how many singles were off this three three okay so this one dr bombay correct and i don't know the third one well we'll get to we'll it get to it All we'll right. get to it so yes the first single mr dabalina mr dabalina <laughs> i've been saying mr bob buys it mr bob bob buys it mr bob buys it mr. it mr. Bob, bob buys it i know i'm drunk now <laughs> i know i'm drunk now I'm drunk Ladies on that back juice. I, I forgot my favorite man Ladies sitting over there. His name is Mr. Doublelina, Mr. Bob Doublelina. Mr. Doublelina, Mr. Bob Doublelina. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mr. Doublelina, Mr. Bob Doublelina. Mr. Mr. Doublelina. This song was in my head when I woke up this morning. Like, I've been excited. I love this song Every anyway. time I hear this song, it's like I'm 14 years old. All over <laughs> <laughs> Was this the main jam? This is the, yeah, well, this was the single. This is yeah. what made me buy the album. Uh-huh. So, and I'm a Bob, so, but I don't want to be Bob Davalina, because in this song, he is the villain. What about Mr. Bob? Mr. Bob, that's fine. Mr. We can, Bob, we can leave the Davalina off. Yeah, I'm not a Davalina. What's your middle name? Isn't it Drake? Drake. Yep. D-R-A-K-E. Drake. Robert Drake Isert. Social security number 37. Now Sam's got a weird middle name too. No, his is nice. But it's what I go by online. Yeah. Ho. It's just you don't see it every day. I'm so weird about doing that name just because. I wasn't familiar with Drake before Drake the Singer. Like it wasn't a a name that I was familiar with. You stole it from me. (laughs) He did. I remember he came yeah, in the house. He came, he, was the like, house. he came from Canada into the house. Jeez. Sam remembers. He was there. I was there. I was young, but was I remember it. I was like, oh, my God. It's Drake from Canada. <laughs> You'll be famous <laughs> in the Drake future. Drake from Canada? <laughs> you have my brother's middle name. The story goes that Dad thought that it would that name would look good in lights, so that's how he chose it. Robert Drake Eisert. Right, he said Robert Drake Eisert. He thought that that name would look good in lights. <laughs> so that's how he... Uh, and people think Poe is from Mom. Is that like police? Is that like police lights? No. Poe, 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 No, I mean your, your name would look good in lights. So yeah, police lights. Your name would look good on a, one of those slates that they make you hold in the police. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy who's about to go to jail. Hi, I'm Sam. I thought you were just getting house arrest. I got. I have a mandatory five days. Okay. Which isn't bad. It's not good. I mean, your job's cool, right? It's not bad. Yeah, He's done yeah, 45. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've done 45. The way you're on my dick must really the knees. This is nothing. I did that like 10 years ago. I'm an older man now. <laughs> I know that I got to walk in. I got to punch the smallest guy there. 
That's how it goes, right? Say, hey, Tiny, get over here. Tiny. <laughs> or it's got to be opposite like when you call fat guys Tiny. Yeah. Hey, big boy, get over here. Oh, that's so dumb. Because <laughs> you don't call fucking small people, hey, giant. I do. I call him Humongo. <laughs> Is that offensive? Humongo? <laughs> like okay. Fly, how stupid. Oh, yeah. So this was the the name of a P-Funk album. Glory Hollow Stupid? Yes. Yeah. Oh, One yes. word. Oh, okay. Title track. Did you not know that, brother? I did not know that. Yeah, it's a pretty good album. It has like eight tracks. And ooh, Mr. Dabalina is a fictional name, obviously. Uh, basically just obviously. Del's uh, reaction on people that are trying to be fake. Fraudulent foes. This yeah. is the first. This is the first mention of fraudulent foes. The first and definitely not the last. I said to Michelle earlier today, it's like he wrote down 30 words he was allowed to use, and that's what. That's all that's on the album. <laughs> I mean, what would he say otherwise? Fake ass foes. I think fraudulent is a better choice. Fraudulent foes. Fraudulent, fraudulent foes. Instead of fake ass foes. bitches, which is what it would be now. Fake ass motherfucking bitches. Talking shit, better get stitches. Okay, so there are some songs that this samples, I guess. Ooh, we're going down a road. Sweet. Uh Uh-oh. I have three. Three. That I want to play. And this is a lot because I don't usually play three. What's the first one? So, Jesus Christ, you're like a child. Are we there yet? (laughs) (laughs) Those are my favorite moments. (laughs) It's when you call them out on something. I just rip people apart and make them feel bad for being here. Kirk was here and you were like... Are you just going to yell over me the whole time? <laughs> or when I did a segue and he was like, because that's the name of the song. Oh, and I'm just yeah. like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. <laughs> like, you're killing me. <laughs> ooh, ooh, bob, bob, bobbers. So we have some, like I had said, we have some samples that I'd like to play. The first one is one I'm super duper interested in because I grew up listening to this Group band, whatever you want to call them. Um, Zilch Bob is the first Zilch. song. I've never heard this. It's a minute and seven seconds long. I have heard so it. It's very I, weird. I'm interested in uh, getting into this. I'm going to listen to the whole Zilch. thing. Probably. Mr. Davalina, Mr. Bob Davalina. Whoa. Mr. Yeah. Davalina, Holy Bob shit. Davalina. Zilch. China Kepa calling Alameda. China Kepa calling Alameda. Zilch. China Kepa calling Alameda. I believe that's Mike Desmith saying Mr. Dabalina. Never mind the furthermore, the police self defense. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. That's Mike. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is of my opinion that the people are intending. It is my opinion that the people are intending. So he was a big monkeys fan. I don't know. I don't know how that came about. I'm wondering how he heard it. Like that's what I'm saying. I think it's people would just go to record stores and buy anything and listen to it to find some sort of hook and they might have found that Zilch. rhythm Mr. Mr. Dabalina, Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina. Dabalina. and he was like man it's getting Mr. stuck Dabalina, in my fucking Mr. head now that sounds like Peter 
to me. Yeah, do it again. I think that's Peter. Davalina, Mr. Bob Davalina. Yeah, I think you're right. Mr. Davalina, Mr. Bob yep. Davalina. Zilch, China Clipper Davalina, calling Davalina, Alamita. Davalina. Davy. 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 Zilch. Mickey. Mickey. And then, and then Mike. Mike. I'm just going to say whatever you say. <laughs> it is of my opinion that the people are intending. Oh, I, I like it so much in the beginning. And it turns into the weird. Zilch. China Clipper calling Alamita. Bump. It has like a beat to it. And it's a bump. But the bump. Before it gets really weird. That's probably what the funky homo sapien himself heard. It was like. That was funky. That rhythm. That was interesting. That, that, and I think he already wrote that. this song and then thought like he needed a name for this character that he's talking about in the song. And then he probably heard that and thought, oh, shit. Yeah. That, that's going to be the guy's name. His name is Bob Davalino. I'm so glad that I haven't listened to any of these le- yet because I'm so pleasantly surprised by that. That was a fun time. It got fucking weird, but I loved it in the beginning. When Bob comes on, we learn so much. Learn so much. <laughs> it's yeah. true because you take us down interesting paths. So let's listen. He knows a lot of shit, too. He knows know like, rock and roll history. Stuff. Rock and roll, yeah. It's nice. Let's go ahead and listen to uh, Glory Hollow Stupid. I figured that we should oh, yeah. give that a listen this to by Parliament. Crazy. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if it's Parliament or if it's Funkadelic. It says Parliament. Okay. God damn it, I love Parliament. Me fucking too. I think all they really took for the song, though, is the Glory Hollow Stupid. That's a total p oh. No, you mean it's a Gap Band thing? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> now dance, sucker! Are they going to start doing it? They're doing it in the background. They're just doing it slower. Listen on the one. Oh, sorry. Like, no, we have stupid. It's just slower. They were doing it earlier. There we go. He says that later, too. Pin the tail on the fuck. Oh, yeah, there's another song in here that is sampled on this album. Like, from this P-Funk album was sampled on this Dell. The Funky Homo Sapien album. God damn, I love P-Funk. So yeah, that was the Glory House Stupid. And I think uh, we should go ahead and roll into this third one. Um, I'm interested to see what was taken from this song. This is. I think you would hear it, not see it. Uh, oh boy. I got you back. Oh boy. I don't think you did. Um, <laughs> especially because I'm going to get you back for that one. <laughs> I don't the war has been waged. The war has been waged. I did, I did not let things slide. This is Stone to the Bone by James Brown. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck fucking yeah. Did you just say butt fucking yeah? I said fuck fucking yeah. No. I thought you went butt fucking yeah. Oliver's in the house. Oliver's in the house. So they took this? I don't recognize this Yeah, what did they take from this? I'm not sure. Because there was another song that said that it sampled a Janet Jackson song. Really? And I listened earlier uh-huh. and could not hear what the fuck that it was talking about. So that's why I wanted to listen and see if there's anything I could pick there up. There are a lot of samples on here, though. So. 
And who knows? It could have just been like a baseline at some part of the song or like just some little thing that they have to say that they took from someone else. Um, you know, it's cool, though, about samples from back in the day and when people were so heavily on or were so heavy on using samples. Bacha. This was before like copy and paste and stuff on a computer. This was like I got to play it. So I gotta sit here. To, like, and I gotta like slice the, the tape and, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Holy shit! This makes me also think about that. And I know that it's not super factual, but uh. I assume that this part is more accurate when you see in the Temptations movie that they did. Oh, I love that fucking movie. I've I, seen it so many times. You ever seen that, Bob? I remember you referenced it. What's the guy's name? Because you, you David Ruffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would <laughs> always make David Ruffin jokes. David Ruffin in the Temptations. <laughs> We've um, seen it so I've, many I've times. I've never <laughs> seen it, but I'm familiar <laughs> with the David Ruffin from. Oh, so, yeah. but there's the part where they're doing um, Papa was Rolling Rolling Stone, and they're recording. Yeah. It, and they're just standing around, like either in a line or in a circle, just doing like, ooh. Papa was a rolling yeah. stone. That's when they're like around one microphone or like two or something like that. And he's like, you wrote this about my life. I told you about my life and you turned it into a song. <laughs> oh, man, that movie's good. You should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because they make David Ruffin out to be such a monster. And they say that there was there. It was so exaggerated. Yeah. And things were Wasn't not like, like a, that. A big cokehead. Yeah, he like, was. But they made him out to be like a crazy abusive guy. And I don't, I'm not sure it was all exactly true. <laughs> <laughs> and I know they changed the way that he died. Like it's some like in the movie, they, somebody throws him out the door at a out of a car or like something. A car at a hospital or something, mm-hmm. and they just find him dead. And didn't they just? Yeah, I don't. Didn't they just find him dead one day. His, his death is kind of one of those mysterious think, Hollywood deaths, isn't it? Yeah, there are many. Really, of those. Sam Cooke yeah. has a mysterious Hollywood death too. Bum bum bum. Because what he he supposedly attacked a woman and like tried to rape her, and everyone who knew him was like, "That's not who he was at all." And he was just like shot in self-defense. But there was that whole fucking thing. The two killings of Sam Cooke. Yeah, he I was involved with that. political stuff as well. Thing, yeah. The powers that be had to take him down. Yeah. Take him take down, him down. motherfucker. It was like uh, Bob Marley, right? He got taken out. He had cancer. Oh, I assume. So if you as- no, believe that he was poisoned. He was, yeah. CIA <laughs> killed him. They gave him liquid cancer in his drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we're going to, on that <laughs> on that note. You got two of us now. She's just gonna... eye-rolling the shit out of oh, both of us. Oh, she loves it. Man, when Travis <laughs> I really was here. I talked about it so for like ever after Travis. When Travis. I was put just, up with two of you now. I was so happy. I just like when people play. It's fun. Play with the toys. And when Kirk was recently on, Paul, Paul Lips, Lips showed up. <laughs> Paul Lips, which sounds a lot like my Harry Carey. Oh, come on, your Harry Carey is, I'm sure, is just <laughs> Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey. On basically. to the <laughs> next song, The Wacky World of Rapid Transit, which is about riding the bus. Riding the bus. I hated riding the bus. I rode a Greyhound bus once, back and forth. Well, this is uh, in sucked. that vein. This That's when you ran into the guy speaking like rapping, finally right? of it either. He wasn't even rapping. He was just playing his phone out loud as if everyone wanted to hear what he was listening to. It's like some earbuds, fucker. Yeah, it's like this lady right next to me. This old lady's trying to sleep. I don't like your music. You don't like mine, which is why I've got headphones in, you fucking dick. Asshole. <laughs> and then he put his feet up without shoes on, like up on the thing, and it was like kind of by my head. 
The song is so funky. He was an animal. <laughs> it's got more of that high energy that I love. It's funky, and I love the story. Like, he's telling the story. I like the piano tone, the lines in it. I like these middle parts here. I'm assuming that's Ice Cube there also. Sounds like Sounds it. Sounds like him, yeah. He's got that thug sound. I like that. that I don't have time that for your fuck stories. He makes that fuck sound. This is what Ice Cube sounds like when he makes a fuck sound. Ice Cube. I, 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 Ice Cube. I, I, Ice Cube. Cube. Grab the six lube for Ice Cube. Nice lube. Yeah, nice lube, Ice Cube. <laughs> he should come out with a lube called Ice Cube's Nice Lube. Ice Cube, Nice Lube. No, it should be like, nice lube, Ice Cube. It was a comma? Nice lube. So every time someone buys it, it's like they're saying it to Ice Cube. He's that egotistical like, that hey. he needs a product that someone says. Yeah, it. it's like, hey, nice lube, Ice Cube. Ha <laughs> 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 And he's like, what you say? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it, Bob. Ooh, he whistled at me. Did you hear that? Yeah, at you, because it's your birthday. <laughs> Shake it. It's your birthday. Shake it like it's your birthday. You like what get I did with the door? Checks, get your birthday checks. What? You like what I did with the door? Oh, yeah. I made it black. He took off the contact paper that your mom put up to make it look like real wood, Some even though stuff. it was contact paper. That's new, isn't it? The couple of critics uh, banner? Yeah, that's bit there. Sort of new. You don't think you've seen it. Jimmy Rowland made it for us. Rolling oh, graphics. graphics. Jimmy did. Jimmy did a good job. I enjoyed Jimmy on the podcast. Jimmy's great. Jimmy's funny. Everybody's been good. Tom, where's Paper Tom at? I don't see Paper Tom. Holy shit! Where? Oh, he's dangling. That's Paper Tom right there. And there's Travis, right there. So that was the wacky world of rapid transit. I mean, the worst guest by far has been Kirk, right? I'm just trying to insult Kirk. For oh, no, no I was actually trying to think about it, and that was not nice. <laughs> oh, I, w- <laughs> I wasn't being serious. I was, I was just, just like, wait a minute. Kirk. Who was the worst? But honestly, it's hard to think because I think everyone's been everyone's good. Everyone's good. Everybody's been everybody's I don't have good. anything bad to say about anyone, that's even why, from that's the why beginning. You've had to open an invitation to people to come on in here because you're going to find you got to find somebody that sucks eventually. <laughs> that's why we do <laughs> that's it. Why, we that's why you do we're it. waiting for the we're train wreck. For, we're yeah. waiting for the train wreck. It'd be Mel if we invited Mel on. He'd no fucking <laughs> way. Red Belly Melly, I'd be yeah, on him Mel. the whole time. <laughs> you got to have Mel on. I don't think he knows how to talk into a microphone. Well, neither does Kirk. Doesn't. <laughs> that's hilarious. So hasn't Mel never owned an album? I Did I tell you that once? Did you? I don't remember. Well, I don't know if it's true. He owns an album. No, he owns an album. He gave me a. He brought it in one time. A Kendrick Lamar CD. So he has one album. Yes, he has at least one album, and that's the Mellow Man. So, (laughs) but is he? Did he grow up in the digital age? I mean, he's ten years younger than us, so I think he still buys shit because he likes comic books and he buys physical comic books. Yeah. So 
I don't think he's a digital person. He's a digital person in the way that he listens to like YouTube shit, I think. I don't know. I don't know Mel's fucking habits. <laughs> you know Mel. You know Mel better than any of us. I know his working habits. You bring Mel to the table, Sam. Yeah. You got you to gotta lay it out and, and I, dissect that shit, Mel. I know his love interests, but that's about it. Oh, fuck <laughs> you, Mel. <laughs> All right. So actually, in that regard, let's go ahead on to the next song, Pissin' on Your Steps. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Valentino. He's peeing. <laughs> oh, Mr. man. Sounds like pissing in a bucket is what that sounded like to me. Yeah. This has got an ice cube feel right here. Yeah, this is a definitely a nice funky groove. I love that one. <laughs> I read that he helped write lyrics for The Lynch Mob. And they did that one song, Gorillas in the Mist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have some memory of that being played on MTV and you and Mike watching that for some reason. Our cousin Mike? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he was a big lynch mob guy. Was he? Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you bring that? No. He just stole our whole thing of water. I told you I was going to get a drink. And drink right out of it. Well, I'm going to drink the whole thing. (laughs) That's hilarious. It's 90 cents for the whole thing, so it's fine. So I'll take a dollar for it. But it is a gallon (laughs) jug of water that he decided to take out of the fridge. (laughs) I wouldn't have took it if you guys didn't already have like six in there. Yeah, we stock up on that water. We don't like the tap water here. It tastes gross. Tap water's fucking disgusting. Yeah. No matter where you are. You can't trust. And I grew up on it and didn't think it was bad, but I think something has changed. And I don't think you can trust what they put in it anymore. And there's too much pollution runoff. And So instead, I'm going to buy them out of plastic bottles from a company. <laughs> At least they're clean. I think. <laughs> they just have a plastic taste. It tastes good. Yeah. It's full ice cube in this one. It's like the first time I thought that his flow resembled a different rapper. I've never uh, thought that, but now that you say it, I can definitely hear it. Ice Cube was known for writing rhymes for other people. You know? Oh, yeah, that's like, he was a great, great songwriter. I mean, I mean, all the good, the, a lot of the best NWA stuff was all Ice Cube. Pretty much every Easy E line. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Did you guys see uh, Straight Outta Compton? No. Nope. Never seen we it. should, though. I like we Straight Outta Compton, it. the album, a lot. Oh, yeah. Pissing on your steps. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Take a piss. Pissing on your steps. We should do our own version of this. We should totally fucking record the three of us. <laughs> we should do an acapella version of this. Well... It's so funny you said this. I was literally getting ready to say, we should put out a couple of critics' albums and each guest that we've had chooses a song and we remake it and it's the couple of critics' album. Can we do it? Everyone do an acapella and just pick <laughs> sure. something from it and do it over and over again? Fine by Like, Bob would do the woo, 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 woo. <laughs> yeah, but I get to pick the song, right? Absolutely. So we're going to do, so do Steve Winwood. Obviously. Oh, God. <laughs> Little Stevie Winwood is you like You mean like early speaking. decent Steve Winwood? Uh no, I'm thinking bring me a higher love. 
You know you're barking up the wrong fucking tree right I, now, I right? I was going to leave the Steve Winwood thing alone, but you you brought it up unknowingly. Unknowingly? Yeah. That's my well, opinion. When you were like... Uh, you get your own podcast and you talk your own you fucking were, shit. You were like, roll with it, baby. And I'm like, she's singing Steve Winwood. And you didn't even know it. That's so Stevie? You, yeah, that's so Steve you, Winwood. Yeah. You don't, even, you don't even remember your own podcast, do you? He, no, does, no, no, no. he doesn't do a second listen. So when there are typos in the fucking description. Or when there's audio flows. And when there are audio things. And when he's like, and, and he says something like the Weird Al gong. Yeah, or someone no, says no something about Weird Al. And then he'll be like, I'll fucking write it down. I'll write down the time. And then uh, we just don't and end up hearing no it. No Weird Al gong. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Yeah. so pissing on your steps is a funny song i am a fan of it cool (laughs) and he makes fun of vanilla ice i would like to do that in general though what piss on some steps yes and i also would like us three to do an acapella version of that song we're doing a couple of critics album yeah we can do a christmas album too we can find the best slash worst songs and do them speaking of worst songs i caught a co-worker the other day jamming out to one of mm. our shit show songs speaking uh, of yeah, speaking people of- having bad taste what? bob <laughs> well no i'm gonna get sam too because uh yeah fine young cannibals is a good it, oh a yeah good song. i'm on that fucking me crazy. I stand it i love that song <laughs> that's fine i just i can't stand it. uh this person was jamming out to uh Total Eclipse of the Heart is what you you texted me and told me that. Yeah. I was like, it's not fucking surprising. Yeah, you got to agree on that one, Bob. It's very true to form. That song is shit. It's shit, but it's it's shit that I don't, it doesn't bother me. He loves it. When when Jimmy was here, I mentioned that song because we gave him a heads up that we were doing that. And uh, he likes that song too. So I knew that we were going to have people who disagree with us. Bob, let's uh, go ahead and listen to the next song, which I think that the album takes a sharp turn right here with the song Dark Skin Girls. Very sharp turn. Very. He's very uh, stuck in his opinions, which you're allowed to have your own opinions. But Jesus Christ, you don't have to say that like he doesn't only talk about how he likes dark skinned girls. He talks about what he does not like about like light skinned girls. It almost seems like he had an agenda and wanted to do a song no matter what. Because the lyrics seem sloppy to me in this, in this song. It like seems- he didn't give it as much thought. Just like, I like dark skinned girls. I want to make a song about it. But. This is like you're driving down the road and it's 55 miles per hour, and all of a sudden you have to you have to go 20 miles per hour to go around a curve. That's what's happening right now. Exactly. It came on out out of nowhere. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? This is much sharper than I thought it was gonna be, in a weird way. Well, let me give you my opinion as a man who's versed in this world of dark skin girls. Everything he's talking about is totally true, man. Just listen to the maestro talk. Another uh, Ice Cube here in this song. What? Ice Cube? Where? Oh, the other background. There he is. As soon as I ask something. I can't do nothing. Is he saying that the lighter skinned girls are more prissy because they. simply because they're more towards the lighter scale and they think they're like better than the darker skinned girls? Yeah, that's the impression I get. But black is more real, and that's his. his thing. 
Well, that's fine, I guess. You have to stay. <laughs> that's cool, Dell. I'm not a big fan of the way it sounds either. I mean, it's definitely not funky like the rest of it. No, it takes a I weird mean, turn. The, the lyrics don't are sloppy, I think. It seems more like a city song. Bare bones. Like I can see like... I don't know. Like Angsty kind almost. Kind of down neighborhood almost. It's more raw. It's just more raw to me because there's less funk. There's less horns. Oh, a lot less funk. There's less... just seems down to earth, bro. And then it's about dark It's about something I know nothing about. That too. Maybe he's right. Maybe we're so... We just don't fucking know. And every... And then like uh, a black dude is like... Yeah, he's right. He's totally You're right. right. I'm trash. <laughs> I'm fucking trash. The song is right. <laughs> no, not. Oh. not black dude. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Oh, my life's I'm trash. That, that line always made me laugh. Tracy Chapman. Ashy Tracy Chapman. <laughs> Pretty sure that's Ice Cube also. Yo. So did this song set us up to not be able to talk about it, really? <laughs> yes. No, because you can talk about the song. You don't have to fucking... What are you saying? I'm afraid. You're afraid of dark-skinned girls? No, I'm afraid that I, I'm a, a white dude from White Town, White USA. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, he's talking about black skin issues. Yeah, I know fucking nothing about that yeah. stuff. That's another thing about this song. Is I just don't relate to it. Yeah. I like how you have headphones on your ears, and you also have headphones around your neck or whatever, hanging from your shirt. He's prepared. He's double phoned up. The, the other headphones are so I can listen to something else. Because <laughs> you a bitch. During this podcast. So you don't even listen to it one time. No. You don't even listen to it when we're fucking recording it. Uh, You're in your own I'm world. I'm listening to reruns of WKRP in Cincinnati in my headphones. Reruns? So you've seen them all? Well, no, but I mean, they are reruns. I didn't know if they were reruns to you or if they were reruns in general, and I assumed they were reruns to you because I know you're a diehard fan of WKRP in Cincinnati. I'm being Flytrap man through and through. Yo! I thought you were more of a Veronica's Closet fan. I don't get that. <laughs> know what that is. What the hell is Veronica's Closet? It's a show uh, in the 90s, and um, I isn't that the one that had Brooke Shields in it? I do not know. <laughs> no, that was Suddenly Susan. Suddenly Susan. Well, there was uh, also another suddenly one. Suddenly Susan was suddenly boozing, right? 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 <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm so cool. I can get all this pussy on my own because I'm so cool. I don't have to pay money for sex. Oh, oh nice one. Hey, wait. That was the name of the song. <laughs> Jesus <Segway>. fucking Christ. <laughs> I like the beat better here, for sure. Yeah, I do it's think it's more of a funk. But I still, I'm still zoned out on this song. I zone out at the beginning of Dark Skin Girls, and I'm pretty zoned out during this too. So there's a chunk where you're not 100. It's just these two songs. I feel that way too. Yeah. 
But it is funky. It is funkier than the last one. It's yeah. It's not bad, but I'm still kind of. I'm not totally brought back yet. I like the little flute action that was just going on. You got Ian Anderson in there? Yeah, he's in the credits, right? Yeah, he's the only person who plays flute. Yeah, you, you tell that to Lizzo. Hey. To who? Lizzo. Who the fuck is Lizzo? Oh, I knew this was coming. She's like a huge thing. You remember that video I shared, and it was of a black lady on stage at the VMA Awards. Nope. And you're like, is it this video? <laughs> and you're joking because you're nope. going through my timeline looking for something. This is not a memory I have. Have you heard people reference a song where it's like, I just took a DNA test, turns out I'm 100% that bitch. It's like a huge thing that everyone's talking about. It's a song. Nope. Over my head. Don't know what you're talking about. It's a huge fucking thing right now. Lizzo's a lady. She's black. And she's very, uh, she's very black. And she also plays the flute. Sweet. So she's a dark-skinned girl. So she's a dark-skinned girl who is like a good singer, and she's all over the place. And uh, then she'll also, yeah, pull out a flute and have like a whole fucking flute Section? solo. Yeah. Is she good at it? Yeah. She's still not Ian Anderson. Does she idolize Ian Anderson, do you think? Again, he's not the only person who plays flute. There are other people in the world. Does she have a beard like Ian Anderson, do you think? <laughs> Probably on the bottom. Do you think? Oh, do you think she played the Isle of Wight show like Ian Anderson? No, she did not play the Isle of Wight show. Do you think that when she plays shows, she pretends to sniff cocaine like Ian Anderson used to do? Pretends? <laughs> no, she really does. <laughs> I have no idea. Stage, he'd look. He'd look out in the audience and be like. Ah. She's very big girl positive, like, love yourself. She sounds awesome to me. Body positivity. Anybody that can play a flute well is A-OK with me. Yeah, especially, uh, what did you say it was? The Music Awards? The VMA Music Awards. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's full of shit. She's soulful as, <laughs> she's soulful as fuck, but then also pulls out a flute. So what it's interesting. I love it. I love the sound of it. I would lose my mind, I think, if I was watching VMAs, because you know me, I'd be like, this fucking sucks. Wow. And all of a sudden, she pulls, pulls out a flute. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, holy fuck, it's Ian Anderson. <laughs> Just close my eyes. I mean, technically, Anderson. the hair is similar. Just a different color. Sweet. Long and curly. Different gender. Different gender, different color. Different nationality. She's different. not British. Where is no. she? She's not. What's her name? Lizzo. Lizzo. <laughs> well, nice to meet you, Lizzo. <laughs> it ain't no big deal. That kind of almost sounded That's my similar favorite part of the song, actually. Yeah, I agree, actually. This, at the end part, is my favorite part of the whole song. It feels like a 90s dance track. Totally. Everybody dance now. Which was yeah. before yeah. all that yeah, yeah. real hard, but yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of black gears silhouetted in the background. Um, Wind machines, fucking shiny oh, yeah. silver shirts. Oh, yeah. Just blowing. Do you think uh, hip-hop artists back in the day were going around and just buying sound effects CDs? And they're like, we got the cash register machine right here. Hold on a second. <laughs> Track three on disc four. Ka-ching. I think they just actually went out and got a cash register and just did it. They were like, the sale is yours, sir. The sale is yours, sir. Good day. I went to this place. <laughs> good, good day, day sir. I went to this. Get good the day. fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> Bye. See you. <laughs> I went to this uh, place to play a show in Flint, Michigan one time, and the guy ran a print shop in the front. 
and he had an old super timey old res- oh, God damn, what the fuck was it? record player an old cash oh, register an old oh, cash register cha-ching. it was gold had the huge buttons on it but it didn't actually work like mechanically, he could just pull the lever and it would open up and go ding. <laughs> so he had a little iPod or an iPad like under it, and he just yeah. do everything on that. And then you go sale, ding. <laughs> Amazing. Oh yeah. That means he was just having fun. Yes. That's yes. awesome. This dude had a print shop in the front. He printed like shirts and banners. A print shop and all in stuff. the front and in a the water back, in the a back. A complete venue. He has Flint water in the back. With a very nice sound system. With poopy. Very nice drums. It actually wasn't in Flint. It was 30 minutes away. It's just easier to say Flint. And then it's Bad Axe, Michigan. That's what it was. Bad Axe. Bad, bad Axe, bro. Way bad fucking axe. better. I forgot what it was. Bad, bad axe. axe. But then he had a pool table up front, that old-time cash <laughs> register, and the friendliest cat that I have ever known in my life. It was the shop cat, and it would just it would hang it up on the pool table while you'd play pool. Did, cool. did he talk real old timey too? Like, yeah, sir. Here's your shirt, sir. Oh, I thought no. you meant like meow, sir. Meow, sir. I'm pretty sure this I dude was enjoying some of the nose candy that night, <laughs> and he talked a lot like this. Here's this cash register, man. And every time I go like this, and I just say sale, ding, <laughs> and then I put the money down here. There's an iPad over here. Oh, that's a pool table over here. You want to play some pool, man? Oh, that's my cat. Its name is Ginger. <laughs> I'll be right back. I gotta go to the bathroom. Yes. You fucking nailed it. I you went to the bathroom about four times. Okay, so we're going to listen to one more song, and then we're going to take a break. God, so unblow. This crazy. song is called A One Two, A One Two. I like it. I like it. Okay, so this opening line is amazing to me. I'm chocolate like a ball, but my name is not Roseanne. My skin has a... Yeah, you love that I'm line. I'm chocolate like a ball, but my name is not Roseanne. Well, I love good. it. <laughs> it's funny too because it's of that time references. Yeah. So it's like Roseanne was huge Roseanne. in 1990. <laughs> and she, people knew she was Roseanne Barr. Like, people just know her as Roseanne now. Right? Yeah. I don't even know if like younger people would know that it was Roseanne Barr. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely not her last name anymore, but she doesn't go by it. She's a one name. She's a sharer. Now she goes by Roseanne. Please forgive what I said. <laughs> it was the ambient. I swear. No, her and um, Andrew Dice Clay are headlining a tour together. Are they? Yeah. Is it called like politically incorrect tour or something like that? It's essentially, in my paraphrased way of saying, like "fuck you, this is who we are" tour. I kind of like that. It's fine. I like it when people are still brazen about themselves, even if it's a crazy opinion. I like the idea, but I don't think I'd want to see that. I've never, no. been, I've never been a big, I love Roseanne the show, but her stand-up I've never been a, a huge I've fan of. I have seen Roseanne stand-up. And Clay, the Enderdice Clay, I just can't. I, I get it. Like, it's your gimmick, dude. Hey, more power to him. He made a ton of money, but I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. It's never worked on me either. Yeah. Bada-bing. Hey. That shit smells like pussy. Or hey. Something. Like, it's, it's awful. What's, what's in the bowl, bitch? God. This again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not fun. I remember mom was real fucking upset about Dice at one point. Really? Yeah, I think she because she found out that Beep was watching it. God damn it! Oh, mark ah. the time down. <sighs> <laughs> Give me the pen. Anyway, I gotta cancel out his name now. But anyway, <laughs> mom found out that he was listening to that a bunch, and of course he listened to it around me, and she thought it was a bad influence. And he was. Yeah, because it was just shit comedy. <laughs> what 
the fuck time was that? Who knows, who knows, who knows? But it was like a minute ago's. This is how it goes. I haven't had to bleep that motherfucker's name in such a long time. Now you true. gotta go it's back true. and I listen. I like it. Well, the g- <laughs> it's supposed to be that I get these episodes ready and Michelle listens to them to make sure they sound fine. And then I don't do that. <laughs> and then I put up an episode, and before you know it, Michelle's texting me that in the middle of it, it goes, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did have about 10 seconds of something weird on the last yeah. one. It, he fixed it I, and I fixed reloaded it. And it. reloaded it up. Uh, but. Did, it, did you listen to it to make sure that it uploaded correct? God damn it, Sam. <laughs> you are a fucking waste. I thought you were supposed to be like our engineer. You went to school for sound I and did. Shit. It doesn't mean I got organized. <laughs> it doesn't mean he's not lazy. I know how to do it. I just don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> Isn't that the fucking truth with everything in life? <laughs> kind of. I think we're gonna take a break. All right, break time. And uh, then uh, we'll we'll be back here with uh, you, lovelies, here in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I found it finally. Oh, finally, finally, someone, someone let me out of my cage. cage. Yeah. We'll be back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by... Kinetic Sand. Kinetic Sand. You can build cool stuff and then knock it down. It comes in many colors or in regular brown. Kinetic Sand. Kinetic Sand. It's for your vagina or whatever you like. Be sure to take it out before you ride your bike. Kinetic Sand. Kinetic sand is made from real sand and polydimethylsiloxane. It's fun to play with, and it never dries out. So stop being such a little bitch. Get that regular sand out of your vagina, and get kinetic sand today! Presenting to you! Took 
and murdered my horse. But I still got my pickles, no matter how hard she tried. Because the lawyer found out he said bitchy lies. I may be a drunk. But I'm not a whore. Wait, she murdered a horse? She used to get dollar dick at the store. I would drink and make pickles. My pain tried to ease. She While a she was out pickling and bruising her knees. Oh, and I still got my pickles no matter how hard she tried. Because the Lord. Get out of the stage. Get out of the stage. Get out of here. Couple of critics podcast. Uh, we're listening to an album I like to call "My Brother George Was Here." Yeah, this is actually uh, "Color Me Funky" by Parliament Funkadelic. Piss it on your steps. Oh, so that's where they got it. Piss it on your steps, sampled from this, and this is the song that's on the same album as the other song, the title track. Lori, how stupid. Lori, how stupid. So we are back on the podcast. You're listening to Couple of Critics Podcast. My name is Michelle. And that is Sam. And we have special guest Bob here in the uh, recording studio today. So uh, everybody welcome Bob. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Welcome Bob. Everybody welcome Bob. Everybody welcome Bob. Welcome Bob. And Bob brought us the joyful and wonderful Del the Funky Homo Sapien. I wish my brother... George was here. I almost said I wish my brother Bob was here. <laughs> I wish my brother Bob was here. I'm right here. Oh, hey. <laughs> Never mind. I used to have you as brother Bob in a phone. In a phone? So, but it's been... Now you're a shithead. <laughs> Fuck face. It's been rugged Dan Canyon forever. <laughs> Canyon or rugged Dan Canyon? Dan Canyon because he reminded me of Dan Connor for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like Speaking telling Roseanne, him. Roseanne episode. <laughs> so it was, it was throwing in Dan Connor in there. Rugged Dan Connor. Canyon. Gotcha. Canyon. So yeah, it's rugged Dan Canyon forever. <laughs> so your name in my phone. Your <laughs> name in my phone is Strengthly Roseanne Barr. <laughs> Strengthly Roseanne Steve Barr. Winwood. <laughs> Steve Winwood. There you go. Ew, were you going to change his name to Steve Winwood? His new new name on my phone will be Lil Stevie Winwood. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I think we need to get back into this album. And I didn't know that that song was still playing, so I apologize. (laughs) Um, When I turned my phone back up, it was still going, and that was my band. But we are listening to this album, so I think we should get back into it. Um, We're going to get in with a prelude. And you know how I feel about preludes. I've said it many times. I don't understand them, especially since this one is 21 seconds long. What is the point? And it is not even called like the funky prelude or anything. It's just prelude. Prelude. Because it rules. It rules? Yeah. It's, it's going like, to go right into Mr. Bombay. It's like when you hear something and you think, well, I don't want it to be the intro of a song. 
So they're right. <laughs> we'll just make it say something different. <laughs> I said, Mister, it's Doctor Bombay. This is full P funk, though. Just one of oh, it gets immediately back into P funk. But this song. is Doctor Gordon Bombay from the Mighty Ducks. Gordon Bombay, Emilio Estevez. The song is about Emilio Estevez. Doctor Emilio Estevez. Doctor Bombay. You're full of poop. That's true. I haven't shit yet. I haven't shit yet in my entire life. So you're telling me every time I've listened to this song, it's been about Emilio Estevez. Yes. I don't know if I from the Mighty Ducks franchise. This is the second single, right? This is Doctor Bombay, and you are correct. This is the third single. The third single. The second single was Sleeping on My Couch. So. I don't think we listened to it. Well, we didn't get to that yet. Sorry. So you're correct that it's a single, but it was the third and final. And it still has that Ice Cube funky sound. It does. It's when Ice Cube takes the P-Funk, does his thing, this is it. I'm definitely back in by this song. Oh, yeah. For sure. Dr. Bombay always brought me back into the groove with this album. And this is just straight... P-Funk, even though I don't think they have a... I don't think that they were given writing credits or anything. And so that it didn't technically sample because this is a re-recording. We didn't sample it. We just took your complete <laughs> melody, melody line and took put the... Uh, I cannot talk. Put different lyrics to it. I thought you were just trying to rip any rap. It's the day quill, man. I think so, too. Because you you've been yawning. What'd you give me? Day What'd quill? you give me? It wasn't day quill. Tracers, man. I'm not giving you something that I'm not taking myself. <laughs> I'm not hanging out with someone on drugs that I'm not going to be on drugs. Where, where's that bottle of Dayquil? There is actually a bottle, but these were the capsules. I capsulized myself. You're encapsulated in sleep mode. But Dr. Bombay is going to bring you back. What's the P-Funk one? I can't remember it. What is it? Can't remember you. How can I not remember? That's crazy. I've been listening to this, so. Because this is in your head. Because this is playing right now. What the fuck? <laughs> in his butt. Megatron is in his butt. Something like that. Megatron's in his butt. Yeah, in his butt. He doesn't say that. Rock down. What the fuck is it? Why can I not pull Rump this? Rump of steel skin. Rump of steel skin. That's what it is. Rump of steel skin. He don't mess. He can't win. He's a dynamite quest. Dynamite in his butt. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I'm gonna look up the lyrics to Rumble Steel Skin so I know what the fuck I'm talking well, about. We already know what it is. It's meh 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 he don't rust and he don't bend. He got dynamite sticks by the megatons in his butt. A megaton? Megaton. <laughs> I don't keep saying megatons. It's megaton. <laughs> megaton. Megaton. I am megaton. He's got megaton. <laughs> he got dynamite sticks by the megatons. 
Yeah, the third single. Dr. Gordon Bombay. Again, this is an ode to Emilio. Ode to Emilio. Ode to Emilio. Sounds like a Simon and Garfunkel song. That was the original name of the song. He had to change it later for licensing purposes. Emilio was pissed. They had. They couldn't do it. They were on the outs. They weren't getting along anymore. Just Dell been hanging out with Charlie Sheen. Yeah, you know Amelia's not having that. Nobody's having that. Ain't nobody having that. Nobody's okay with hanging out with Charlie Sheen anymore. I don't know. 91 Charlie Sheen wasn't that bad. I don't know. I have think. never liked Charlie Sheen, though. He's always rubbed me the wrong way. You're not a Sheen fan. No, I've always liked Emilio more. I always thought that Charlie... Emilio! Sh- Emilio seems more genuine to me. And Charlie has always seemed more like an arrogant asshole. He's like, like yeah, you know who my dad is, bitch. But that's the thing. Uh-huh. He's also like earned his keep because he's worked forever. Yeah. But I just never liked his movies and stuff. Give it a minute, and when the Marvel franchise comes around again and they need another superhero, they're going to hand it to him. Yep. Are you talking to me right now? Because that's. You're not going to give a shit. I'm talking about the rest of the world. Okay. All right. And then Sheen will have his new. Who would Charlie Sheen play? Uh, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen should play Bambi's mom in a Sunny Meadows. (laughs) I hate to break it to you, but Bambi's not in the Marvel Universe, Michelle. Well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> that the was Bambi my version of Marvel Universe's name is Scamby. Bambi. And Sunny the mom Meadows. doesn't die. Sunny, Sunny. Sunny, Sunny, Sunny Meadows. This is the start of different song titles being spelled with Z's. And I don't understand that. It's so ridiculous to me. But I like this groove. Well, Real I mean, I like this Real groove. I mean, he does write Del, the, T H A. Yeah. And Funky is two E's. Yeah. So Homo sapien is basic. He spells it homosexual, but he... <laughs> we say homo sapien. Yeah, this kind of loose, starts to lose me a little bit again. I like the groove. It is funky, but it is almost like too laid back. That it does kind of lose me a little bit. At first I'm like, yeah. And then I'm just like... I, I do I love that like little guitar. I just think right here so far, because nothing else has happened. It's like a laid-back sound in general. It's almost sleepy. Yeah, it's almost sleepy. Yeah. Is that your way to work in a real yawn? <laughs> Dayquil makes me sleepy too. I know it says that it's non-drowsy, but I don't believe it. Makes you sleepy. I think some of those ingredients that have to help in some ways are going to make you sleepy in others. Or it's just your body saying you need more rest, Sam. I don't need anything. Yeah, I'm driving. You can take a nap in your van since you're one of those people who can sleep in vehicles. Can you sleep in moving vehicles, Bob? Yeah. I can't. I'm not good at it at Michelle all. I can't sleep in vehicles that are stationary either. I have when I was like younger and would go to like parties and fields and pass out that's my, called passing my out seat. i'm talking it's sleeping totally different. <laughs> this is passing out we're talking i went to bed no i don't know that i can 
I know that you can't. I don't even really <laughs> like camping as much because the sleeping part is so uncomfortable, and I'm such a shit when it comes to sleeping. I agree with that. Camping's stupid. <laughs> no, but I, I like everything. I like the being outside. I like sitting around a fire. I like all of that. But then I want to sleep yeah, in a bed. Yeah, but then just go home after that. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's late, guys. We're gonna head out. Go yeah. watch TV and lay in my bed. And, while and you hang stay out, out and here and get bit by fucking yeah. bugs. And I'm gonna go sit in air condition, an air conditioned place that I. Make my own. <laughs> and I, oh, I, yeah. yeah. Can't you see? <laughs> I think camping is best when you lay the tent on tree roots and you make sure you find that knot that gets right into your hip, just right. That's when it's most comfortable. Camping is best when you do it bare breasts. Camping is best when you take mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that, actually. <laughs> I'm going to agree with that. As I'm wearing my foamy shirt today, my R.I.P. Harris Whittles shirt. Who is that? Harris Whittles. He was a comedy writer and performer. He was hilarious. But he died of an overdose. This is the song that uses the end of a Parliament song, oh, and it yeah. weirds me out because he's so. putting it in the middle as a chorus. It's the, near the, it's the, the end of the song. Under the sun. We have less than a minute left. Yeah, but it's not the end. No, yeah, it's true. Everybody's got a little light under the sun, under the sun, under the sun, under the sun, under the sun. Let's just do it for the next uh, 20, 30 seconds. We under, the under the sun, under the sun, under the sun, under the sun. How you doing? Yeah, this is still zone out time for me. Oh yeah. One of the things I miss from the 90s is the, oh, yeah. It's still going strong, Michelle. You're not listening to current uh, hip-hop. You don't even know. Yeah. You don't even know. That's all they say anymore. I know that they don't Just do go, oh, it yeah. with that. What about, yeah, they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. What about Takeshi69? No. I think that's his name, right? He's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing memes. Isn't that the dude that I like, had sex with like, <laughs> a underage girl? All I, know is, I don't know the guy, but I do see memes. I know he's got a bunch of face tattoos. And he's in court. And he's got teeth that are multicolors. Yeah. And uh, it looks like he's going to regret everything in about, <laughs> I don't know, 23 years. He also <laughs> looks like someone who you would walk in and you would find him, um, you know, sleeping on the couch. Fucking right. Hey, yo, wake up. I want to know who this was about. Hey, yo, wake up. You know there was a guy that was like specifically. Like specific guy yeah, that just yeah. threw it, tipped him yeah, off. yeah. yeah. And he's like, no, I wrote it about multiple people, but really, he's really, like, it's just, it's that just one, one guy. person really pissed me <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah. Look, I gotta kick all you guys out, all right? Not just him. And then he, then he reveals to us that he's living with his mom, right? Oh yeah, several times. So he then I'm his mom a lot. Of- <laughs> so then it's like, well, motherfucker, what are you doing? <laughs> Maybe he bought the house for his mom. Maybe, but I don't think so. I don't think, I think so Ice either. Cube bought it for his mom. Very possible. <laughs> Yeah, Ice Cube helps out his family in general because I think uh, a DJ named Crazy Tunes, which was his DJ on the road and DJ for uh, Dubsy in the Mad Circle. DJ, Crazy I think he's Tunes. the cousin too. Oh my of god, Ice you Cube, think it's Tunes so. with a Z? So, so I think it's T O O N Z. Ugh, god. Crazy he's Tunes. His, he's helped his family out there and getting the. Yeah, you gotta but get. You said this was the last album that they worked together on. That's what I read. That. He didn't like the production of this album. Now, as a, I, I can't tell a difference like in music a lot of times, but in your opinion, the production on this 
Do you think it sounds good? Or I think it sounds great. It sounds great. Yeah. It's got the same sound that Ice Cube and everybody so, had at this time, like the DOC. And I mean, Ice Cube is extremely talented. Yeah. So, yeah. He's a, a very good producer. I mean, that's why the NWA Straight Outta Compton sounds so good, and it sounds so much better than the next well, you got to figure you had NWA him and Dre, who yes, was also was to say. a very good producer. Two crazy good producers working with each other. And this is the time. I think Ice Cube's really on, like, I mean, he's been on top for a long time now, but I think this is when Ice Cube's really becoming, like, the pinnacle Ice Cube. Like, he's producing like so many people. Other than just yeah. Rapping. He's everywhere. He's in. He's did, doing stuff for the, the lynch mob. Friday he's doing stuff out. in this. I don't know. Look it up for you real fast. I feel like I'm in a Mario game. (laughs) (laughs) Friday came out in 1995. Oh, 95? Yeah. So, I mean. But, I mean, this was kind of the beginning of branching out other than just. I think this is him, like, learning how to be, I don't know, a mogul, if that's the word I want to use. Mogul? A guy that's. Did he wear a monocle? Yes. A mogul with a monocle. (laughs) It's called a monocle mogul. Wait, damn it. A mogul monocle. There's another P-Funk melody that they're using. Oh, yeah. And just putting different words in. (laughs) That's uh, the the something boogie. Why can't I think of any of P-Funk songs? I'm being thrown off by this. Aqua boogie in a da-da-da. Is it aqua boogie? I can't. The song fucks you up when you're trying to think of it, and you're just listening to them. A jungle boogie when you shake, they yeah, romp. The a motor booty when you fall. Motor booty. The motor booty when you shake, they romp. The motor booty when you fall. All right, that's a hard out because this goes. a lot of these songs go into the next track, so I had to kind of <coughs> hard that out. Um, but we can just kind of go ahead and roll on into the next song, which is, again, uh, I'm a big fan of spelling words um, with Z's at the end for no reason. Hoods come in dozens. 60s frat rock. Soviet economy was collapsing. And there's been a wave of minor bombings. There's been a wave of suicides. I don't, th- I don't feel like they do this too much anymore. I feel like there was a time in the 90s where they put, excuse me, a lot of like news stories news, and stuff coming in. News bits, sound bites. And that worker, worker, worker is Voodoo Child. That's got to be the beginning of Voodoo Child. It is, and it's all, especially later on, it's really heavy. What? I didn't listen. You can hear it throughout. It's the worker, worker, worker. It's just like the very, very beginning of Voodoo Child. Yeah. Slight, slight return. Yeah. <laughs> Not Voodoo Child. Voodoo Child, slight return. There's a difference, Sam. I know. You know who's on the original Voodoo Child? It's a the Voodoo Child song is a live recording with Steve Winwood on keyboard. Is he not singing? But he's not singing. It's all Jimmy, but Steve okay. Winwood is playing piano. That's the on thing. That song. He was fine back in the day, but the '80s came and Steve Winwood took a huge shit. And put it out and released it. I'm not going to argue the point. He took a tremendous shit in the 80s. I'm not saying he always sucked. My point is everybody sucked in the 80s. Not true. Michael Jackson killed the 80s. That's a different genre. That's a different genre. (laughs) That's how you get around that one, huh? That's how you get it. That's how you do it. (laughs) I feel like I've been deflated at this point. Someone let the air out of my balloon. Someone left the air out of me, and I went. Wow, that was a really good sound. <laughs> this is uh, 
a song that dates itself when he talks about the Reebok pumps. Like, uh, what are the young kids going to remember Reebok pumps? Oh, my God. Reebok pumps. It dates itself. Do you think it broke up? Or do you think it got married? I think it broke up. I think it broke up, too. I think it said, if you don't get rid of those Reebok pumps, we're done. (laughs) I remember wanting pumps so bad. I think I had a pair of pumps. We did. Both of us did. I know I had one. I'm sure you had one, too. Yeah, tightened cool. up on your foot for some reason. That's so weird. You said they were Reebok? Reebok pumps. All right, I'm curious. Reebok pump shoes. You know what we're talking about? Yeah, I'm looking at stuff right now on their website. I want to see what... They have new versions. Do they? Made the, they made the pump look like a little basketball. It, you prob- it's probably automatic and you do it on your yeah. phone. <laughs> I need an app Pump. for my shoes. <laughs> yeah, your shoe app. So yeah, Reebok still sells a version, but they're like 160, 180 bucks. Wow, that's probably what Jordans are. Yeah, that's yeah. disgusting. I do not pay money like that for shoes. I don't understand. Didn't Nike have a pump thing too at one point? I'm sure they probably. Well, had they did the Nike combat. Turkey. You get a Nike okay. Turkey and pump it. Is that what that was? The Chris Rock? Yeah, the Chris pump Rock. It. You remember that? No, I do not. It's a, you a guys skit watch from way SNL. More than, oh, this is SNL. This is SNL. You get a Nike Turkey and pump it. This pump the bird. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> kind of familiar, yeah. <laughs> you pump up the Thanksgiving turkey. Pump it with like the, uh, the little baster thing, right? So, uh, something like yeah. that. He just like makes the turkey like five times bigger than it was. <laughs> get a Nike Turkey and pump it. <laughs> Pump the bird. I like the guitar work in there. Yeah, right here. Here it is. Jimmy. That's. It's Jimmy. Like, right after that, it would be like. Yeah. But it almost just sounded like a guy just doing it, though. It sounded like it was just chopped up. I'm interested to know if it was chopped up from that. That's why I didn't know if it was Jim either, because, like, I would imagine anybody with a guitar could just go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's a lot of people that can play it. All I know is it said sampled. I just get a guy with a wah pedal go. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm rolling on into same old thing. thing. That old, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say. I recognized this a little bit. This was familiar familiar to me, but this does have a very heavy sample throughout the whole song. Like the main like guitar line. I know I know it, but I can't think of what it is. We'll be listening. Yeah, we'll be listening to it next, but I will tell you it's by the meters. And I am a fan of the meters. I've been thinking that this whole week listening to this. Like, I know, I know that guitar. I just cannot figure it out. Yeah. I love the meters. I love the the inches. Yeah, you're not a metric guy? No. He's not much of an inches guy either. (laughs) (laughs) He's my brother. He knows. (laughs) He knows about my micro penis. (laughs) It's not micro. Micro, it's just small. <laughs> it's just normal. <laughs> and it opens like scissors in the middle. It's weird. It's no, like it, split like a tongue. Is that what you call it? It opens like those guys, maybe Blade 2, when the mouth would open from the side, those different sides of vampires. That's what it opens like. It also looks like an ass blaster. What are those things called from Tremors? <laughs> an ass blaster? You just said it. <laughs> no, isn't there another There's name? Graboids? Graboids. Which is what they are in the ground, is the, the worms. And then there's ass blasters. And then something else. I can't remember what the other name is. Kevin Bacon's running around. Did you know they made Kevin like a Bacon's. little yeah. pilot thing and it never got picked up? 
Yeah. They do a Tremors show with yeah, Kevin Bacon. That, yeah. Everyone thinks people keep sharing it like it's going to be a new Tremors movie, like it's like it's a preview for a new Tremors movie, but it was just. Just a little thing that they it made was marketed. to get people yeah, interested, and, and no one picked happened. it up. Yeah. I've never even seen Tremors. You've never seen Tremors? No, I have not. Dude, what it has Reba McIntyre in it. What are you talking what, about? What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, I thought you were a Reba McIntyre completionist. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's weird because Tremors is like ingrained in my childhood. So that's one of those I'm things that I remember right not share. It was on a lot. I remember really like shocked. seeing parts of TBS, it. Yeah, TNT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always on. I, I feel like it's still on Network. TV sometimes. Yeah, it's just one of those go-to like cable movies. USA before they started showing Psych, and they were playing things like Wings, yeah, and Tremors yeah. every weekend. And, uh, wings back on networks. Tell me, a, tell me I think about we need it. A Wings reboot, baby. I think no, we don't. We need to do a Wings episode. We're just going to talk about Wings. Uh-huh. We're going to watch a whole season of Wings. We'll watch a whole season of Wings and talk about it. Well, we're only going to talk about Lowell, goddammit. Oh, yeah. Lowell's the only one. Lowell and Tony. Tony Shalhoub. Lowell and Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub is in that. He sure was. that guy that looks like... Uh, Roy was in Roy it. Roy Biggins? Roy Biggins. Yeah, Roy Biggins. That's what a name. That's about. the best fucking That's name for a big fat monster. Roy Biggins. <laughs> he right, was an asshole, dude. What's that episode where that, like... Uh, what the fuck is that comedy team name that you like a lot? Fat guy and the skinny guy from back in the day. Laurel and Hardy? Laurel, Laurel and Hardy. Remember it's not Laurel, it's Laurel. Laurel. Sorry. From like that shitty town that's next to us? Yeah, my dad was born there. He's very offended when I say it's the butthole but of Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> and it is. Uh, totally. Remember that episode where he sits down next to that statue because he looks just like him and he's got the mustache and everything? Roy Biggins. Roy fucking Biggins. Good shit. Roy was an asshole, but he was so pathetic that he always made a way for people to feel sorry for him. Roy motherfucking Roy Biggins. Roy Biggins. Let's have a Wings podcast. No. I'm just going to ask every once in a while. I'm just going to bring it up. I'm just be like, hey, Sam. Let's do, just, let's just do a full Wings podcast. Well, you could do it on your week, right? If it's your week. You could, uh, yeah. Yeah. So you could do a whole season. Yeah. Watch a whole season in a week. Watch a whole season in a week like a freak. Watching Roy Biggins. Watching Lowell. I don't know his last name, but there's Tony Shalhoub. We got we got wow. the wings. Little did you know, it's Lowell Biggins. No, it's uh, Mathers, right? Lowell Mathers? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm almost sure. My useless trivia is coming to use once more. I'm it's almost been positive. so many years since I've watched Lowell Mathers. Wings. Well, I'm typing in Lowell Mathers. And it's Lowell Mather. <laughs> yes. From Wings. Lowell Mather is the local mechanic and an island eccentric on Nantucket. There we are. Played by none other than Thomas Hayden Church. Correct Amundo. Three named another three named guy. Yeah, I'm a big fan. He was the Sandman, wasn't he? That was Yeah, he was that was in that Spider Man movie. Spider Man movies, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was in it. So, Sissy Strut by the Meters is what that sampled. Uh, Sissy SpaceX yeah. Strut? Oh! Yeah! I know this song. This is very funky. It's all instrumental. It's the Meters are fucking great. Not, their music isn't all instrumental, but some of it is. And it's uh, yeah, that's groovy definitely shit. here. This song deserves to be sampled. That's funky. Funky. 
So yeah, that was uh, the Killer. meter sissy strut. I'm a huge fan. I love sissy space Sissy space strut. I can't get into this at all. Um, <laughs> I can't go down that path with you. Um, we have one more song one to more. listen to. It is Yellow Crumb Snatchers. <laughs> Lil L I L. Yellow Crumb Snatchers. Yeah, man, you my cousin, man. You know, I be trying to have him do like some gangster shit. You know? Jamming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. it's jamming. I guess you like that handkerchief. I'm here in the <laughs> in the background. Very Latin. Latin. This is a funky groove here. It's only right. Yeah, the song's only. We have a minute left of the song. It's short. I'm fine with that. I like short hard hitters. Seems like uh, this sample is familiar too. Like I should know what this is also. Oh, I feel that too, but I don't know. But I can't put my finger on it. That sounds like a Beck song, actually. It does sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like that. Yeah, he sampled Beck. I'm pretty sure he sampled It sounds like a Beck song, totally. So familiar, but I can't play my hand on it. Yeah, look, Bob. I have the little matter thing up still, and there's a picture of Sandman right there. <laughs> and Roy Biggins. And Antonio Scarpacci, which was... Antonio Scarpacci. This is turning into the Wings podcast. <laughs> this is why I think that we can do this, and this is why I think that we should do this. Why don't we call it off? Or call it Swings. Swings. I was gonna and we just it share off. wings of taken off. Hey, remember that one time when Roy Biggins uh, did this? <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be like Chris Farley interview style. Really? You remember, remember when you remember when Lowell played trivia and he answered the same question every awesome. time? It was Anne Margaret and he finally got it right. Well, speaking of uh, <laughs> that, what you just said, um, we are definitely to the part of the podcast where we um, are going to ask some questions. Uh, oh, yeah. Here we go. You can do things with your voice, Sam. What do you have to say for yourself? What do you have to say for your interest? Question. Represent yourself. Bob. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> that was amazing. Bob, why did you choose this? Uh, just because I, I thought you wouldn't expect it. That's and, correct. Um, you know, I... I've listened to different styles of music throughout my whole life and had different phases, but it seems like as you get older, you kind of revisit them. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've been listening to a little bit of rap in the last few months here and there, and this is one of my al the albums that I always listen to. So I thought, eh, I'm going to throw them a little curveball. What do you think we thought when you told us that this was the album? I didn't know if you knew what it was, but I remember when I told Sam, he's like, oh, yeah, and uh, you pulled up Mr. Dabalina, and you guys yeah. both recognized that, but uh, um, I figured you would know that and mm -hmm. think, yeah. I didn't think you would think it was you wouldn't not enjoy it you know yeah like a would have an open mind sam what was your judgment prior to listening to it i've looked into this album before i had never listened to it in whole but i uh i knew the album's name i wish my brother george was here so i was like i was eager because to hear you're it. a big liberace fan right? yeah i'm a huge yeah. liberace fan okay yeah. just checking uh, more more george liberace fan <laughs> when i found out that we were well, going to be was here when I found out that we were going to be listening to this, um, I was actually excited because the only song that I knew was Mr. Dabalina, and I like it a lot. And I when when I was told that this is what it was, I was just like, well, fuck. Like, how, how have I myself not gone down a further hole 
with Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Yeah. So um, I was looking forward to it. Um, Bob, how many times did you listen to it? Okay, here's my Sam answer. Well, I've listened to this album so many times throughout the years mm-hmm. that I don't have to follow the rules of my own podcast. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> uh, actually, no. I enjoyed that burn. I listened to it uh, three. This would make the fourth, so three times. And then three this times? Would, this would be the fourth. We yep. don't count this time. So three. <laughs> so yeah, three. I, met, I met my minimum three. Yeah, I met my minimum three as well, Sam. But, but I really have listened to this album a ton. I yeah, listen. I believe you. I'm going to say four and a quarter. Okay. Good. Is that true? Yeah. W4. I rammed them in pretty, pretty hard in the last two days. Okay. That'd be four point two five. Bob, do you know what your least favorite song is on the album? Yeah. Um, it's between Dark Skin Girls and Money for Sex. Okay, so which I'm gonna one go is ahead it? and go with Dark Skin Girls just because I don't like the beat as well. Boom, check, boom, boom. It comes down to just the beat. I like the beat better than Money for Sex, so Dark Skin Girls. And these are the only two songs that I completely tune out on the album. So. I'm going to go ahead and say that my least favorite song while it's playing is Dark Skin Girls. And I think it's because it's really divisive. Um, like, he really takes a side, and that's fine. It's just something that I don't really know anything about. And you can like something without shitting on the other side <laughs> but he also he hits hard on like light skinned girls and yeah i don't know it's just no i don't really care but it just didn't that was where i checked out too it was that song gotcha. that really got me right after pissing on your stuff gotcha. i enjoyed it. sam what is your least favorite song well turn it back up baby <laughs> so we all checked out at this point yeah I, yeah this is when it really does take a turn the funk gets lost I chose it specifically because this was the first one that's like and like veer on the funk a little to the side, yeah. and that's what hooks me in this album is the funk. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. So Bob, what is your most favorite track off of this album that you provided for us? Uh, I've gone back and forth on this, but uh, so basically, I've just made my decision right now with Sam saying how the dark skinned girls kind of takes the funk away. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go with what is a booty because that's what hook you you said the funk hooks you so that first and it's so funky very very funky it comes in so heavy and hard at the beginning of the album it is the first track so. yeah he's got to he's got something to say yeah, he's got to yeah, make a point this is what the album is about you know because a lot here of songs go. on here are funky but this is what the, it's the first song and boom and how it comes in it's just it's, boom it's full fledged funk full-fledged it's a really good song yeah. yeah i'm gonna and i really enjoy even though he only has one verse on this song i really enjoy that verse that he does that Pell does yeah, yeah. well if you want to keep it playing for me i'll just butt in right here and say that i'm right on par i think that yeah butting in is good while we already have it playing i think but. it's but it in, but it in. Put in my megaton. <laughs> These white boys don't know what is a booty. Put a megaton in your butt. Put a little man in your butt. Put a tiny little man. Put a tin can. Put a little tiny man. Put a telephone. Put a dinosaur bone in your butt. Put a big rock in your butt. Put a clock in your butt. All right, so my favorite song on this is the song that would have pulled me into it. It's the song that I'm most familiar with. It's the song that sticks in my head all of the time. Mr. Dabalina just wins for me. It's what you know. Classic, and it's so good. There's so many lines that I love. Got a good beat. I think it's good. I do think it's unrepresentative of the rest of the album. 
I think that there's one or two other songs where I feel like I almost hear this in it a little bit. And I love this part right here. They take some of these beats and sometimes they take other people going, and they shove it in the rest of the Saying fraudulent foes. Yeah, fucking fraudulent foes. Such not a fan of that. Okay, so how old were you when you first started listening to this, Bob? You said earlier. You said you were like 14. When it came out, so 91, I would have been 14. And how did you originally feel? Did it have to grow on you or were you instant? No, no, no. I from the beginning. And I heard Mr. Davalina, and I really, really enjoyed it. And then when I listened to the album, I think I want to say this is probably the first like actual funk I had really gotten into. Mm-hmm. This actually got me into listening to more like P funk kind of stuff because I didn't know I liked it as much as I did until yeah. I heard into what is a booty kicked on, and I'm like, holy fucking shit! Yeah, this is awesome. That's what always, is a booty? Because mine be moving. That always that makes sense for me because I liked the things that came out, and then I would always go backwards as well. That's true. So. I yeah, it makes sense. Would you recommend this today, Bob? Yeah, to certain to people, I you know, if I know that they, I think they'll like it. Would you recommend this to Kirk? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think actually, I think I might have let the cat out of the bag to Kirk and told him what I was doing. He doesn't listen anyway. And now, so. do you think Kirk would have? So, but I think when I when I said he it, he he kind of he acted like yeah, I know what that. Uh, he was from somewhat familiar with at least the name. Kirk knows his rap history. He might not have heard of everything, but I mean, every some, rapper I've ever brought up, he's been like, "Oh yeah, he worked with blah 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 and blah blah blah, and he was on this mixtape with blah 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 blah." Now, I will say, out of the out of a lot of the rap that I would used to listen to, this would probably be the one that I would, because I think it's less abrasive mm-hmm. than a lot of you know the, the so-called gangster rap or whatever. Yeah. So. Kicks to rap. Same. Yes. Would you ever listen to this again? Uh, probably not. Okay. This is not my thing. I think that I probably would, but I would skip over some songs. I th- I think that they're. I'm not saying that like confidently, but I th- I feel like I should listen to this again because there are some songs that I really enjoyed. I I would listen to it if someone put it on. Well, listen, I really like Dell's voice, but I can almost see Sam's viewpoint of being. If I want to listen to that, I'll just put P Funk on. You know, yeah, like that, I can see yeah, kind of maybe. that. I also like. Uh, I like rapping more aggressive. So like, yeah, he's his, he's back. a very laid back. Yeah. Rap. That's why I like Ice Cube so much because he is aggressive. So, word, word, well, yo. But uh, if Michelle put it on, I'm not gonna be like, fuck. I'm gonna be like, I know this song. Yeah. Yeah. When she plays Dark Skin Girls like ten times yeah. a day. <laughs> yeah. Not happening. So I. <laughs> I am next. We are actually not going to have a, a guest next week. It's you. It's going to be me. What am I listening and to? I've been wanting to pull us back into some uh, some black music. So I'm actually really grateful that Bob uh, brought the funk in because I'm not going in a funk direction, but I'm definitely bringing the soul back. We are going to listen to the album All Day Music by War. All Day Music. Oh, war. Oh, sweet. This by War. I think this could be a potential... Easy peasy. A potential, but you don't know. You don't know what direction. That's why I put a potential. Maybe it's heavy soul. I just yawn and I am tearing up. Oh yeah, you've been <laughs> yawning this whole time. It's it's been a hard birthday for I you. I think it was Night Quill that you gave me. Night Quill. Night Quill. That's what I keep uh, by the bed in case I need to write notes in the middle of the night. I have my Night Quill. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Bob, we appreciate you coming uh, like, by. Yeah. Thank fun. you. We're thank very you. happy that fun. you came to hang out with us again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you brought the funk. You did. And uh, it's much appreciated. 
Um, we are on social media, Instagram and Facebook, Couple of Critics Podcast. You should check us out. Check it up. Check it out. You should. Uh, you should go back and listen to older episodes. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Hang out with us again. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Take your booty. What is a booty?